0: For this.
1: Audio.
0: Welcome back to "Is It Wet?" the podcast that too has the ulterior motive of finding and then destroying God. I'm Sophie. I'm Caitlin, and today we are doing the 2012 science fiction movie Prometheus.
1: Oh yeah! Oh, um, I'm so, I'm so excited to talk about it. This is one of my favorite movies. I I'm surprised as the next person. <laughs> I don't, I love this movie. Um, but yeah, before we get into it, did you experience a, a critical wet moment this week, Sophie?
0: You know, Caitlin i I haven't been experiencing much of anything lately i uh it's really gotten to a point in quarantine that you know one day is exactly like the next day mm-hmm. and I just kinda it just kind of hit me this week maybe because it's getting colder and uh so I'm inside more so there's not a lot of wet things in my house um and I also haven't been watching a lot of wet media. So, what I did come up with, uh, because okay. I watched something that was very dry, is a new segment of our show that could Ooh. be called "Could It Be Wetter." Ooh, I love that. Yes. And the challenge is to take a very dry piece of media, and just with like a little tweaks, how it could be how it could be a little a little bit, a little bit wetter. I love that, yeah. So what I did binge watch this week was the, was season four of The Crown. Okay. Which yeah. I haven't seen any of the other, other seasons. Okay. Because, because again, it, uh, the, se- the fourth season takes place, uh, each, each season is like a decade of Queen Elizabeth II's life. And this season is set in the 80s and I'm there, I want the Princess Diana, Diana drama, I want... Margaret Thatcher, uh, Gillian Anderson, oh, serial right, ki- killer right. face. I want all of that drama. So I was I jumped I jumped in and and so, yeah, it, it could not have been drier. I think the royal family, incredibly dry. Oh, yeah. The 80s, very dry. Yeah. Thatcherism and neoliberalism purposefully dry. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything in the 80s was like fried. It was fried, fried, Uh.
0: fried and just like you just sprinkled baby powder everywhere Mm -hmm. and just sopped up all the wetness in the corners um, to the detriment of of society in a lot of way in our social fabric. And yeah, so very, very dry show. However, this means that the next season will be taking place in the 90s. And I think if anywhere to inject wetness into this show, it is it is the 1990s. So so I just I just spitballed a little bit about some some crucial 90s events that I hope season five of the Crown uh goes over. Um, I would love to see uh, Prince Charles attend the Space Jam premiere. I think oh. I think that would be amazing. I would love. Princess Margaret giving Prince William his first snap bracelet. I think that would be a very, <laughs> very touching moment. I'd love to see uh, Prince Philip watching watching Jurassic Park. Prince Harry uh, requesting Nickelodeon magazine from the palace uh, telephone line. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, yeah, and I think I would like to see the Queen knighting blade. Oh yeah, that would. Yeah, that's so great. I can't wait to see that happen. And all, all to the Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is the only soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> We're just gonna get Eddie Vedder's gargly, gargly oh, phlegm yeah. all over it. Um, and then of course, you know, they can go see uh, Spiker and Sponges, uh, Peach, because they're already in England. So they're already there. They're already there. It, they just need to pop up. To child the ch- up childhood trauma lane and see the giant peach.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be. I can I, I I think I, if I were to watch The Crown, uh, which yes. I think I would. I would like it. You know, mm-hmm. I would. I would probably start with the season that you're talking about, the '80s season. But mm-hmm. yeah, the '90s one. I'm I'm totally in. I'll watch that for sure, because one of those things you mentioned has to happen. At least one if, of those things.
0: If they have any
1: integrity for, for because I feel like they captured a lot
0: of the spirit of the '80s, mm-hmm. and if they if they're gonna capture the spirit of the '90s, there needs to be some slime. Skeetol Rick needs to do like needs to show up yep. at least once. At least. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, how My, about you? Did yeah, you come up I mean, with any new segments for the show? Honestly, I I just watched a really recent thing. I wish mm-hmm. I came up with a fun new segment like that, but I just watched a video of a man, an older man somewhere in like Nova Scotia, who has a bunch of wildlife in his backyard because it's Nova Scotia, and it's there's like light snow on the ground everywhere and it's nighttime and he grabs a bucket of grapes and then an even bigger bucket of hot dogs and it like eight I think over eight pounds of hot dogs and he feeds them to these uh a, a pack of like thirty raccoons yep oh yeah, I have seen this yeah oh okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it's just like so many hot dogs like I, it's the most amount of hot dogs I've ever seen, and he's just like <laughs> grabbing them and giving them to these raccoons who are just like munching on them and like they're they're all like wet from the snow it's great i I love it, but yeah that one I really like how conceptual yours was and then my my answer was just a bucket of raw hot dogs
0: (laughs) being fed to an infestation of raccoons
1: just insatiable and he keeps being like oh yeah they're 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 getting ready for the it's because it's so cold and they know it's going to get cold soon they got to bulk up like that's why they're ravenous and it's like oh that is not
0: why they're ravenous it's because (laughs) you're feeding them 80 pounds of hot dogs this is not natural this should not be happening we're not supposed to interface with raccoons (laughs) in this
1: way no when it started happening i was like is this like healthy for this man (laughs) like no no they're crawling all over him
0: they have if if you get infected uh by their poop, you get a horrible hor well not only rabies, but you can get uh like just horrible horrible diseases from oh from man them. Yeah, we're not we're not supposed to be as cute as they are they're so cute they, you, we're not supposed to be
1: cuddling yeah. with them but. no unfortunately, yeah. I wish speaking
0: of other things where we shouldn't. Cuddle mm, with,
1: yeah, <laughs> things that we maybe shouldn't get close to, shouldn't cuddle with, or take shouldn't... our
0: helmet off immediately, mm-hmm. our uh, space helmet off immediately, just because. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, when he did that, I was like, even if you can, d- I, 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 why? Why? Because why? Why aren't they? And I, the irreverence that some of them had, I was like, you have come so far think of what Mm. where you are and what you've done to get here like take this a little seriously (laughs) like you have to you have a moral obligation whatever no it was fun they were do you know what they were they were a ragtag group of fucks that's what they were
0: (laughs) they were yeah for sure yeah yeah i would not describe them as as a found family however no uh -uh. Unless, unless your your chosen family, you you seek out a family where every person has their own completely differing motive that no one else knows about, and oh, yeah. you're all just clashing. I think if that is family to you, then this is a heartwarming film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Karen, this is this is a movie.
1: Yeah, I think we wanted, we wanted to uh, we sought yeah. out a more recent movie. Because yes. we should, but yeah, mix it up a little bit. You know, ninety five percent of what we've done takes place between nineteen eighty and two thousand two, <laughs> so yeah. um, which is a, that's a span. But yeah, you know, we, we wanted to go out of the box, and um,
0: yeah, we wanted to get a, our first twenty tens film.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I I remember seeing the marketing for this movie. I was uh I was. So studying abroad in, in Santiago, Chile. And the marketing of this Were movie you was, studying
1: ancient alien cave paintings? I was, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew And it. of course, of course, uh, the engineers left me a message mm-hmm. uh, in the Atacama Desert. And... I mean, my, my Spanish was all right, but the marketing for this film was already <laughs> so cryptic. And then it was yeah. also in Spanish. And I also like saw ads for it. Uh, or what were they called when we used to go to movies? Trailers. And oh, I yeah. just I was so fascinated. I'm like, this is like cutting. I This is weird. Like this is one of the weirdest marketing I've ever seen. And then I never ended up ended up seeing it I think I just I think I heard it was maybe it didn't live up to that hype and I was just like yeah I was just like okay I'll I'll just go watch the Hunger Games in Spanish but yeah
1: yeah, which is great that would have been around around that time Yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah so I my relationship to this movie is I saw this like probably the day it came out with friends and was obsessed with it would not shut up about it for days and especially like that night i like made my friends stay up and like talk about what it meant and what it was and like and i was kind of the only one wanting to have the conversation uh but and little some did reason, you know
0: 10 years later <laughs> you'd be yeah. recreating that night
1: exactly oh yeah and I just really liked it and have seen it a bunch but I but it has been a while this is I haven't seen it in a few years but like nothing came as a surprise to me uh, except I think I mentioned this to you earlier I like totally forgot that Guy Pierce was in this movie and then I like remembered what his character was yeah (laughs) I remembered his character and I was like oh my god (laughs) <laughs> he's, the, he's like Zorg from The Fifth Element, like that he... Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of, sure. like the cheesiness level yes, of it. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. But
1: yeah, I mean, this movie start to finish completely wet. Yeah, what'd you think of that opening?
0: Oh, boy, with handsome Squidward?
1: Yeah, oh holy <laughs> shit yes he, just like swole ass handsome squidward on a waterfall just like unlocking a little oh yeah so we'll we'll set the stage there's this beautiful scene uh beautiful opening shots of this this landscape this sort of ethereal landscape and mm-hmm. I think I read a little bit about they filmed this part in Iceland or something which makes sense it that's a beautiful place mm-hmm. and it was like a, a crazy hassle to film this there but but it was only like this opening shot that they filmed mm-hmm. there everything else was uh...
0: yeah this movie had had a few different big like starts it started it could have started at any point it could have started with them on the ship with david on the ship it could have started there it could have started uh with them looking (laughs) for ancient aliens in the isle of sky but uh i i thought it was an intriguing opening yeah Um, so he he's
1: like on this waterfall he's handsome handsome squidward and he is ripped like this is a sexy squidward Mm -hmm. And he's standing atop a giant waterfall. And he opens this little, like, container. And there's there's goop in it. There's a black yep. goop in it. And it's moving. And it looks like ferrofluid, if you know what that is. Um, It's like magnetic fluid that moves if you put a magnet around it. Oh. It looks just like that stuff that he okay,
0: yeah. does, yeah. like, a
1: shot. Mm-hmm. He does a shot of goop. And... Then there's like close-ups of of like the DNA and the blood running oh, through yeah. his arms yeah. and uh yeah great I love that opening we, that was, was like,
0: goop that was goopy DNA
1: oh that so was, goopy
0: that was it's um, oily
1: it's like oily and oily... shiny
0: oh man yeah and then we got a little bit of like yeah we got into that then we got a little bit of mitosis which always <laughs> to me is is a goopy process Yep. You no, know, prophase, Adiphase, you know. Yep. What they talk about in Twilight. Damn. I don't really like the rain. Any cold, wet thing. I don't really. <laughs> what? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> it's anaphase. Uh, you mind if I check? Sure. I I was trying really hard not to talk about Twilight episode. episode. (laughs) (laughs) one episode, but they do talk about my that's They do. I remember that. Yeah, that's mitosis.
1: Yeah, that's like when they met. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. So, but yeah. So that that's our. We've we've met the engineers, and then the cave drawings tell us that we gotta go find a place that oh yeah so it's it's basically like ancient aliens yeah, where yeah. creatures who existed before us on earth are pointing us to a location in space mm-hmm. that is very specific that they've gotten mm-hmm. from etchings on a wall <laughs> 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 they've they got coordinates <laughs> from that you know
0: how archaeologists are also astronomers and (laughs) as well as uh, philosophers and theologists and yeah uh, yeah, it's it's all of that Um, was there significant reshoots of this
1: you know like I'm did I don't think so I know that there was a significant chunk of the original script that mm -hmm. was cut Yeah. But I don't know that there were reshoots of it. I know that, like, okay, so... I there's no reason not to talk about it now because it actually is introduced early on in the movie. Uh, Guy Pierce's character. I just am like, why would they not have gotten an older actor to play an old man? At no point in the movie is he a young man. So he's just Guy Pierce in like (laughs) old people prosthetic makeup. Yeah, yeah. It's nonsense. It's so it's such nonsense. So wet. So I guess. I
0: think that I think in the
1: original draft they wanted
0: to show him as a young man. Yes, that's why they that's
1: why they cast him. And then I think it by the time that stuff was going to get cut. I mean, it was probably after they already shot it. Um, And I think they just had to be like, we just got to use the like, really (laughs) cheesy Guy Pierce like that, that part only Guy Pierce can play this role. (laughs) Oh my god, it was so over the top and ridiculous. That part I do it loses me every time it really does. I got like flashbacks of watching the fifth element. I was like, no, not Gary Oldman from the fifth element. But everything Um... up till
0: there, you were like,
1: Got oh it. yes. Good. I yeah. love this movie so much. <laughs> because it's like it's like smart and deep, but like dumb people smart and deep. Yes. Because yes. I think it's yeah. a lot like lost in that way. Yeah. Which of course Damon Lindelof was uh involved with both projects. I'm so... a
0: huge Damon Lindelof fan. I I love Watchmen, I love. I I love to some degree. Lost, I love the leftovers. Uh, but yeah, but definitely he can get fake deep. Yeah, pretty yeah. pretty quick. Fake deep. Yeah, I I, I also love. I love Inception. Mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, I love smart movies for dumb people. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I am one of them.
1: Yeah, and it's because it's like these are huge questions that it's bringing up. It's like, uh who created us what is god uh there's like the moment where Mm -hmm. dr shaw's talking to her 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 guy the guy her 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 lover uh,
0: when you're an archaeologist caitlin and you're assigned (laughs) your archaeologist lover who you'd go oh yeah find god with then you'll get it but until then caitlin please respect their relationship
1: I'm yeah. I'm sorry. That was very insensitive of me. They had a ton of chemistry. You could tell they <laughs> made sense as a couple. All of that. Now,
0: I. Uh,
1: you know, I like I like tearing apart things that I love. I'm I can yes, find yeah. lots of flaws with this movie. Obviously, um, yeah, they are baffling as a couple. But um, but she says to him, or he says, "Okay, now after she discovers that." Uh, their DNA oh this is one of the like smart dumb things I'm talking about where it's mm-hmm. like their DNA predates ours and it is ours and it's like <laughs> I cannot I cannot neither confirm nor deny that they could uh, they could get that from just like a quick poke um, into that like I can't verify that right that's how that would go down i'm not a geneticist i'm not a- so i'm just like oh that's so fucking cool <laughs> like-
0: dude the part that that broke me the science the science part that broke me because okay the reason i asked were there resho- reshoots or I-, I think it makes oh. sense that a lot was cut from the script because i was like am i missing some scenes like I, there's just not a lot of context and mm-hmm. the editing is very bizarre and yes and the person I was watching with was like that's the point
1: yeah but- it no it's sort of it sort of uh begs a rewatch. I I think Yes. I had yes. the thought while watching it like I did not un- I feel like I needed to watch this movie again yeah. to fully understand it it's it's one of those movies for sure
0: but, but the, du- the the wonderful science part I loved was when they're bringing um, – they've just been into the Cave of Wonders, mm-hmm. and they're bringing back one of these engineers' heads.
1: Mm-hmm. In a bowling ball bag. In a bowling ball,
0: <laughs> and they put it in, like, a containment thing, <laughs> yeah. and they're like,
1: Can you run a stem line
0: into the locus coeruleus? I-, I think we can trick the nervous system into thinking it's still alive. And they sh- – Just said these archaeologists (laughs) said it so nonchalantly. I get it's 2093. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, however, if that is possible, Wild, um, (laughs) why why doesn't Guy Pierce's character so Guy Pierce's character is he's all about cheating death. That's his motivation. Yeah. Why doesn't he just use his nervous system to trick himself into thinking he's alive? Because really, life is just a trick. It's an illusion. It if, is. If, if your nervous th- system believes it's alive, you'll be alive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, totally. When, they, when she says, oh, yeah, can you just like poke the poke the poke the dingle donger like whatever the thing was poke it into and i i'm pretty sure i can trick the nervous system into thinking it's alive i was like that's huge that <laughs> that in and of itself is a breakthrough in science and technology and medicine um yeah also that that medical pod thing i was oh, like yeah. this just stop oh, the movie God. and do just like a qvc segment for three hours <laughs> oh, on, on the functions of this thing and we're like, gonna ha-
0: have to get into that scene but i'm not ready for the oh that's my favorite scene
1: of the movie oh that's my favorite boy, scene of the movie. You're, you are a
0: weirdo i'm such um, a weirdo and
1: i like don't even really like gory movies and i yeah, was yeah. i was thinking about it this time and i was like i'm i think this is my favorite scene and i was like caitlin <laughs> Come on, really think about it. Is it? And I, w- I answered myself, yeah, you know what? It's my favorite scene in the movie. So there is, we start out with this ragtag bunch of fucks who are all there for different reasons. And most of them just like, don't give a shit. Like most of <laughs> them are just like goofy astronauts. I was like, these are, <laughs> these are all astronauts like yes they have different disciplines but to go on this mission didn't they have to like go through astronaut training it's
0: like such a cynical uh view of scientists yeah there's the geologist who and i mean like is my character because he immediately (laughs) has a panic attack (laughs) when when faced with presence of alien life even like that's your mission though that's what he's to find yeah yeah, no, it was it was very unprofessional. And maybe by 2093 like space travel is so common
1: that like mm-hmm. just anyone can go like I guess. Yeah, they because they didn't have mm-hmm. to train in um astronaut stuff because they're, it's they're not in zero gravity. No. They they're in their on their spaceship and they have like yeah. you know, regular bedrooms and and like a and like a hotel room and you know, where you fuck and you look at DNA, you look at DNA on your little tab on your little tiny glass tablet, and then you and then it's like the most romantic sex scene you've ever seen. Oh, God. <laughs> Am I right that like these those two characters had no chemistry whatsoever? They had
0: no chemistry, and like yeah, no. It it was I felt I felt absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. I felt that oh. My favorite character, of course, David. Uh, he had so much sexual tension with everyone. <laughs> yeah. May I ask you something? Please do. How
1: far would you go to get what you came all this way for? Your answers. What would you be willing to do? Anything and everything. It's worth drinking to, I'd imagine.
0: While also being extremely, like, sexless and i was like Mm -hmm. i was like david i don't know i don't know what you're up to but i love every minute michael fassbender was on the screen i was like he is happy he's having a good time
1: This, this, he was fantastic
0: and you know what this is a movie where i i can't ask like what was the villain's plan because Mm, what was what was the plan of anyone in this movie no one's plan. Everyone had their own plan. What, what, like, even, okay, so, even are here.
1: Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, we learned what Guy Pierce's plan is, is, yes. and it's just access to immortality, whatever, whatever yeah. that means. He's, he's kind of down for whatever. But, <laughs> but again, like what? Uh, yeah. Everybody had weird different motives. I don't know what Charlize Theron's motive was. I got to be honest. I don't know what it was.
0: A corporate espionage. She wanted her dad to die so she could take over the company that's that's but why'd far... she
1: have to go on the thing i <laughs>
0: why'd you have to be in a bucket of goo for two years and go yeah, farther than yeah. any human has ever gone because she really she's committed to it i think she said like i'm not gonna be back home bickering over who takes over the company oh
1: right 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 yeah, i'm gonna she, personally she make that. sure
0: you die with
1: our god yep I'm gonna make sure God kills you the the person who seemed to have the biggest plan or at least like the plan that gets set into motion the best uh was Mm -hmm. David and I I did ask what was David's plan because it seemed like he very purposely dropped the the black goop into Holloway's beverage like Almost and, not to see what would happen to him, but to see what would, like, did he know that they were going to fuck and it would impregnate her? Like, he I, seemed to have known that. I feel like, and again, every time I we
0: say Holloway, I'm going to do the Chaka. Because uh, he, <laughs> he, the actor who played him, who, who's uh, been, been in a few things, o- always plays this douchebag type. Uh, okay. He described uh, Holloway as the X-Games type scientist. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who's going to take his helmet off and, like, just drink any old drink an android
1: gives you and then
0: impregnate your
1: lover uh, archaeologist. But do you you think that David – like, how much of that did David think was going to happen? Because to me, I'm like – the movie sets it up that, like, he puts the thing in the drink – because they're gonna fuck that night and i'm like how would he know that here's my
0: theory i think david and i don't know how much of this is intentional because i think again this movie straight up makes no sense i disagree (laughs) okay but i do i do have a theory about david okay so i think david we think his ulterior motives are being given to him from uh Guy Pierce's old man, ca-
1: man character. Right. Time.
0: <laughs> However, so dumb.
1: that pa- he... I will be straight up. That part of the movie is <laughs> dumb as hell. I don't, I apologize for that part of the movie. <laughs> Go ahead. It's
0: Caitlin, you're the one who, in. 2012 made that made that decision you were like guys i know we could cast an old man but like only guy pierce can do this he's the only
1: one that can pull this off he's the only one that can hold a cane (laughs) he
0: can only be in it for like two minutes at the beginning and then suddenly just show up at the end and it's like supposed to be a reveal but they're just like oh hey it's more like oh hey you're still on the ship what's up
1: yeah that was um (sighs) yeah oh you were gonna say something
0: okay so my theory is we think he's getting his uh secret programming from david no he's david from (laughs) guy uh, pierce guy pierce the old man who's funded this this whole operation Mm -hmm. and you even see him like talking to someone talking Mm -hmm. to him however he speaks we see him at various points like learning the ancient aliens language Mm -hmm. Playing like Guitar Hero with the like ancient alien gooey buttons—they're rubber egg buttons. (laughs) (laughs) He knew so. So uh, I'm gonna paint the scene a little bit more because again, (laughs) this podcast will be nonsensical if we don't. Yeah, yeah, we gotta describe describe it in some ways. So these people land on this planet and they go into this cavern and there's just bullshit in this ca- ancient alien alien bullshit and throughout it david's like going up to the wall and like putting in an access code that's like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> and then he goes ah yes and then he gets holograms hologram <laughs> holographs throughout it so i think david was getting some messages from totally the ancient aliens and david's motivation he even says this very very clearly is doesn't everyone want their their parents dead famously no i know i was (laughs) like what i think he meant like everyone wants to kill god or like The your offspring destroying you is like is very symbolic Mm and in theology, but he was just like, doesn't everyone want their parents dead? Talk to again, James from James and the Giant Peach would be (laughs) very, very angry about this. I don't think him and David would get on. So I think that his whole thing was he wants to be a part of wiping out humanity. Okay. And he's just bored. I think yeah. he just wanted to, I think he was just a, honestly, a messy bitch who loved drama. And maybe he wanted to see what would happen. Or maybe he knew that that would, she would birth, I guess, the the, the titular alien, right? Eventually.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the thing yeah, that, that would thing, then. Yeah, that thing becomes the thing that. Puts something into the engineer at the end, and then what springs forth from him, I think, is yeah, like supposed to be a proto the, the alien xenom- xenomorph. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah that it's so weird because I have seen this movie several times and I've never quite put that part of it together like this every time I watch it I'm like how does David know how to work the spaceship and he just like sits down in front of the the rubber egg buttons and just knows which ones to press and it's oh it's like I don't know how I miss that part of it it's totally because he's been getting I think he's been getting directions from the engineer that's still alive.
0: Right, right. I I think so. And that's why it was, like, really surprising that the engineer killed him because I was, like, or tried to kill him because I was, like, I thought his whole thing was he wants, like, robots to take over for humanity. Mm -hmm. Again, Caitlin, I do think, like, this is me piecing it together. I don't know how much this movie makes sense, but I I mean – I, yeah, I, and him being really into Lawrence of Arabia doesn't illuminate, I'm sure there's, like, symbolism in there, but just, I think they were just throwing some stuff at the wall.
1: I think so, too. Yeah. And, uh, and it's stuff that seems really deep. Yes, yeah. The part where... David impressed me the most where Michael Fassbender, I was just like, oh, he is like eating this up was Mm -hmm. is when um, I realize now that I think the engineers told him because when he I do love when he when he opens up so much stuff is making sense to me now. When he opens up the pod, he brings one back uh from the underground cavern thing mm-hmm. and he opens it up and he when he extracts it's like uh yeah, it's like a metal egg kind of that he opens. That's the outer yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. And then out of that outer case, he reaches in and grabs a thing encased in just like like just so much petroleum jelly. Like yes. just just so much goo when he take when he extracts it from there and then he like pulls apart stuff and cracks it open like he knows exactly what to do with it to get the goo out and i was like how does he know how to dismantle this thing it's because somebody was telling him so he does that and then he uh he he knows that they're gonna fuck and Then it's very, very. Everything happens kind of very quickly. the The first half of the movie has a very different tone, I think, yeah. than the second yeah. half of the movie. Yes. And at that turning point, it, I think is the um when she it's like right after they have to light her boyfriend on fire mm-hmm. and. Yeah she realizes that she might be pregnant yes it's like that's the turning point so things start to feel really weird and uh, michael fassbender says to her well doctor it's not exactly a traditional fetus and it's like such an over-the-top line but it's so good the way he says it like (laughs) it's not exactly a traditional fetus you can tell he's like stoked about it (laughs)
0: everyone was given such bullshit expository dialogue <laughs> to give and they're all doing a great a great job oh, yeah. even X game scientists had to had to be a douchebag like they're all I'm going to say it say it in the original Swedish Numi new numi mm-hmm. do it just like s- selling all of this bullshit oh, yeah. to me in a great way yeah do there were some line readings that were to me bananas okay. uh <laughs> Before the, like, really romantic sex scene. Yeah. (laughs) When he was X-Games, X-Games Scientist was, like, he was just, like, getting, getting real horny about (laughs) meeting God. (laughs) He was just, like, God and, like, creation of life is everything. And then, like, just the line reading and the editing was really weird where she was just suddenly crying and she was, like, I can't create life. And they just needed to, like... They were like, we have to let the audience know that she's infertile. But like, oh, maybe we could like, you know, do that, show that in some way and have that be part of her character's maybe drive, like, and faith in God. Uh, But no, (laughs) she just needed to say that so that the pregnancy twist would be more of a twist. Which
1: honestly, would it be like her immediately getting pregnant? The day and being like three months along, the day yeah. after she had sex—that's sex.
0: already shocking. It's she didn't need to also have like a, yeah. a backstory where she can't conceive. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I do. You mind if we talk about the type of wetness in this movie?
1: Ooh, yeah. Yes, please.
0: So I. So, as you said, we've been focusing a lot on the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. And that, and we've been kind of saying that into the 2010s, with sort of the advancement of CGI and complete dominance of CGI at, in blockbuster films, we've, like, seen less goopiness, perhaps because of uh, practical effects. But, but I think maybe also just, like, as aesthetics, like, I think this movie looked really really good like Mm -hmm. the cinematography or whatever was was beautiful the 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 vistas the spaceship so like that that to me was like really great and not not what you'd expect in a in a wet movie Mm -hmm. and yet i think that and so that's why this movie was really interesting because it had like the science fictions that come out now like um ex machina or uh or Blade Runner 2049 that are pretty pretty dry, dry beautiful looking artistic science fiction movies but are pretty dry but then this was just like and we're just going to goop it up and people's mm-hmm. heads are going to be exploding. And so I think this might be like a really a really classic case of what a 2010s block but wet blockbuster could can look like. Yes.
1: Yeah. I I Totally agree. Uh, I really appreciated how when everybody's waking up, I I was like (laughs) losing my shit at this scene because she's puking but this there's also wet, wet moment. Yeah. yeah, this was the first critical wet moment for yeah. me. The actual like most critical wet moment mm-hmm. we'll get to. We all yeah. I think we know what it is. It's my favorite scene. I've already mentioned it. Um <laughs> but not only, I mean obviously she's puking and the noises yeah. are 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 just wonderful and everyone's sweaty. Everything is like yellowish green in that mm-hmm. room and like everyone's either puking some puking up goop. Or drinking goop. There were yep, people yep, next yep. to her. As she's puking goop into a little thing, her X Games guy is slugging down some gray goop. And I'm like, this is fucking <laughs> disgusting.
0: So they've been in stasis for two yeah. years. So yes. and they've basically been in a in a tube <laughs> of goo. Yeah. And so when the tube opens, the goo just falls on the <laughs> floor. And then you were riposte's character immediately mm. hurls and then everyone else yeah it needs to re-goo the, so you either need to get get rid of some goo or, or re-goo yourself
1: um mm-hmm. oh yeah and then yeah. something comes on the loudspeaker and is like attention everyone please consume high caloric goop just please everyone pump a bunch of gray goop into your cram holes you space dinguses I that what I don't know if that was the exact line but it was like I was like (laughs) this voice is just telling them everyone has goo and that was like the
0: only announcement on this (laughs) like they (laughs) there there could have been more announcements uh, that might have been helpful like like please don't bring in a contaminated specimen that won't be a good time.
1: Yeah, they they definitely could have used some more guidance from oh, from yeah. the ships, yeah. uh, the ships, whatever they call that, like onboarding system or whatever.
0: I assume like, oh, it would have been cool if there was like an AI that uh, David got to talk to, but, uh, but oh, Charlize Theron immediately posts Goop tube, mm-hmm. just character moment of her immediately doing push ups just with goo just like in her like li- lilo undergarments
1: yeah yeah i was um, i i was like this is totally a lilo moment right yeah right now yeah and i'm yeah. like this was yeah. i wonder if it's like a nod to the fifth element or something it looks yeah, just like yeah it.
0: or they're just like you know what in the future uh it's the future going into space going into pod uh undergarments Let's just go biblical with
1: them. This film is pretty biblical. Okay, well, it is super (laughs) biblical. Did you read stuff about... Okay, yeah, that was like my big... I figured it out on my own. I didn't have to read anything. And then I thought I like... So I think the reason why I thought I came up with it was because after seeing this movie I was like talking to my friends about it and no one got that from the movie like (laughs) no one got that aspect of it from the movie and I was like okay well then I guess I'm this is a thing that I thought up (laughs) I thought it was like my theory that um that the reason the engine should we just talk about it yeah, um, let's
0: get into
1: it. yeah. So my let's get like into
0: Corinthians, the too. thing that
1: I love the most about this movie is that the reason why the engineers who were benevolent to us and like did, I guess, ask invite us to their pl- planet, that was all well and good. But then they turned on us for some reason and wanted to destroy us with this biological weapon that they had grown that, Mm-hmm. was like the alien xenomorph thing. that then
0: becomes the xenomorph yes so this is
1: for people who don't know
0: maybe should have explained this <laughs> this is a prequel to the movie alien
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i inexplicably think, yeah this is the black goo was this mm-hmm. weapon this biological weapon kind of that they were gonna sick on humanity but it accidentally got out and attacked them or something first Mm -hmm. and so the the reason that the movie gives you I believe the reason the movie gives you for like why it turned on them you know Numi Rapace's character Mm -hmm. at the end is like why would you why would you do this what did we do why do you suddenly hate us and it's because something happened 2,000 years ago that really pissed them off. And we learn this when she carbon dates the engineer that died in the massacre. So when they first get to the they first get to the what are we calling it? Mm-hmm. The
0: I've been calling it the Cave of Wonders. Oh yeah, the Cave of um, Wonders, that's Aladdin. right. Yeah. So when
1: they first get there, they notice lots of different things. Um one of which is this like mass of dead engineer bodies. And they get this, like, memory hologram that shows yeah. them that they were running from something and that they all died trying to escape something. So then it's inferred yeah. later that it's the, it's alien thing that, that is yeah. killing them. But that, this must have been around, we know that, like, their ship was setting a course for Earth, was gonna destroy Earth, like, 2000 years ago because of something mm-hmm. and so wh- what thing happened what thing could have pissed them off in the movie do they say 2000 years yes she, okay, she carbon okay. dates him and he died 2000 years ago so the way i'm putting it together is they were on their way to go destroy earth when all of this went down and they accidentally all died, so they something happened two thousand years ago that made them be like, "All right, set a course for Earth. We're taking this weapon to them." Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and
0: that thing, of course, was that Scrappy Doo. Scrappy Doo.
1: <laughs> that thing was Scrappy Doo in a you know in a human a, yeah. robot suit. Power. Ta-da! oh
0: god he's paying on me
1: and no i'm sorry i'm sorry get into the theory get the into the theory is, I, is, I know what it is, is but... spit space jesus it's jesus is an engineer and because <laughs> they and we and he got killed and we killed him so the theory then is that like we weren't grasping as a, as a species humanity wasn't grasping the concept the central concept to this movie which is um like sacrifice like death out of out of sacrifice and death mm. comes life and uh one is you can't have one without the other and mm-hmm. uh and like self sacrifice i think is a theme and you are shown right away that the engineers have that in them you see mm-hmm. that's the first thing you see them do and it hurts like you see him disintegrate and it's not fun but they but it must mm-hmm. be done and we don't grasp that mm-hmm. concept of self-sacrifice and mm-hmm. and so someone came to offer us a chance at redemption someone mm-hmm. came to tell us hey bit live live better and that of course was jesus now wouldn't he have looked like handsome, handsome Squidward? Squid. Though? Yes, yeah, yeah. Is that's I, the only part that I'm
0: finding it difficult. That's to- the <laughs> movie. What's if this? Because and I think Damon Lindelof has said like that this was my yeah. intention. <laughs> yeah. So so this is in this is in the the creators and the writers. Oh yeah, intention. this is not
1: an aberrant reading. Whatsoever. Right. This right, is the opposite right, of that.
0: Right. Yeah, and we can uh get into whether you know uh <laughs> death of the author at a different time uh then jesus <laughs> it would have been our our story
1: but G- yeah jesus would have looked like swole squidward and oh, yeah and you know what i think it is about mm-hmm. ah, this is why i love this movie and it's the reason why i fucking love the da vinci code i don't care and i am not yeah. a religious person i am yeah. stri- i am atheist i am an atheist person but I love, like, theories about Jesus. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I love people trying to be like, well, well what if, like, conspiracy theories <laughs> about Jesus? Because, like, the, it, this this part of it, like, feels like the Da Vinci Code, kind of. And I'm like, I just yeah. love that stuff. I, I'm just like, oh, I love when people are like, well, if Jesus was an ancient alien and then he had a baby and, like... Yeah, and hid codes all in our history. I just love it. I love so, thinking about Jason, that.
0: Your Kaylin, your Tinder profile intro, you're like, I love bogs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love, I love like, oh, I just love a little, little, little goopy gremlins, yep. I imagine. And I love conspiracy theories about, about Jesus. See, oh, yeah. so the you, Da Vinci you've, Code. Yeah, yeah, you've
1: come across my Bumble account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love that. And that's Mm -hmm. what I love about this movie. I love thinking about how they were just on their way to come kill us because we killed Jesus. Because they were like, okay, he was trying to give (laughs) you guys another chance. And then, but like, it kind of makes me think, so like, can the engineers turn water into wine? Like, what... There, I, to me it seems it's well and he's confirmed it that like they're talking about jesus right
0: <laughs> yes yes i so was mary impregnated in <gasps> a similar way to the very no horrible, no, violent? no yeah because no because because jesus wasn't a xenomorph yeah yeah i'm yeah. gonna say it on this podcast, that I don't think Jesus was a xenomorph. <laughs> Maybe he was a handsome Squidward. Maybe he was Turian from Mass Effect. That's possible. I'd love to see I'd love to see a Turian or Drell uh Jesus someday. But he was not a xenomorph. That's everyone. the one thing we uh, know
1: to be mm-hmm. true about him. Yeah. yeah, I love that this is part of this movie. And also that it doesn't have to be. Like you can watch this. You can watch this movie, and none of this. There, there are going to be people out there that have seen Prometheus, are listening to this episode, and they're like, yeah. "What are they talking about?" It really is in there, I promise. But it doesn't there's have not to be
0: too much. Besides her cross, that they talk about, <laughs> yeah. in they telegraph that they're like. Oh, do you have your cross
1: on? <laughs> you Jesus lover. You, oh, yeah, you, and you I nerd. I thought about it. They don't ever say Christianity or no. but they don't. They mm-hmm. just literally say like, "You're wearing that cross okay. again, huh?" They literally just yeah. talk about her cross necklace. And yes, I'm like, "Yeah. You sneaky sons of bitches. The,
0: there's no christian like christian themes there is one uh idris elba's sacrifice is like the one maybe sacrificial thing him that but also the idea that like i thought jesus died for our sins like that was god's plan Mm -hmm. but according to this movie it was a test that we failed Mm -hmm. and so god our god's solution was to send us Send us the uh, villains from the 1979 movie Alien. <laughs>
1: that was
0: their that was their solution.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. Wait. So I also, at various points in my life, have thought different things about this specific theory in Prometheus. So, like, <laughs> it. What if they're mad because Jesus wasn't a a s- handsome squid word and we just like not na- like he was just a dude and then we started worshiping him as god oh, and they got pissed and yeah. we're like we sent you cave paintings we love you we wanted you to come visit us because of the cave painting invitations <laughs> we gave you you're supposed to come worship us and give us credit not this right. asshole and all your other gods so maybe but, they're just pissed about like Caitlin, not getting we credit. had a
0: lot of gods
1: before Je- yeah, Jesus. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so that's why i think it does have to come back to like he's j- and jesus still was... do. i
0: want to <laughs> shout out other religions besides christianity
1: totally um yeah i think it has to be that that jesus was a handsome squidward
0: yeah i think that i think that makes sense um <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> no doesn't. What? you're? this is how you're tricking me again i did not hate this movie i thought it i thought it was like wonderful nonsense yes. um but i don't i don't know if i'll i'll be thinking about it for the next 10 years <laughs> maybe i will maybe well, i will I, I i don't think i'll think about it as much as i've thought about scrappy Doo. Oh yeah. Um, you... But yeah.
1: Yeah, they don't oh, know. Man. The listeners the listeners don't know the past week you've and I'm not making this up. You have been texting me uh often about just scrappy do related things. <laughs> and... <laughs> I legitimately
0: I've tried to have conversations with a couple of people about Scrappy-Doo <laughs> that have broken down into me hysterically laughing for 15 minutes straight while the other person is like, are you okay? And I'm like, you don't, <laughs> you don't understand. Scrappy-Doo's plan
1: was to be inside of Rowan Atkinson for like five years. <laughs> anyway. Set up an entire <laughs> island economy and like theme park oh god so Uh, yeah let's let's talk about idris elba in this movie isn't Uh, he just a godsend uh, in this movie
0: he uh he's he's doing a a great twanging accent that i thought i thought was a wet choice Uh, Oh totally! immediately putting up a christmas tree like no other (laughs) because they needed to tell us it was Chris Chris. got christmas
1: (gasps) christmas that's it because i did watch this movie and was like every line in this movie is foreshadowing which yeah and i was like sophie's not even gonna know that because this is the first time you're watching it no i got (laughs) it it was pretty clear
0: that everything a character (laughs) said was to spell out the theme for me there (laughs) was even a part where they told lovely miss vickers charlie Sarns character sounds like you have a secret agenda we don't know oh, about yeah. and i was like that wasn't clear by her whole behavior <laughs> yeah. and skulking around in corners like yeah. yeah um so is this a christmas movie
1: Oh, yeah, because they they posit all of the events happen very quickly. Like t- I think most two of the events tops. happen on Christmas Day.
0: Yeah. Like between Christmas and New Year's Day is when
1: totally this movie
0: happens. So this is a Christmas movie.
1: It's as much of a Christmas movie as Die Hard is and people yeah. love talking about how Die Hard's a Christmas movie. So Yeah.
0: So stop t- stop that debate. Have this debate is Prometheus a Christmas. Movie? Yeah,
1: and yeah. arguably way more themes of, of Of Christ and Christmas in this movie. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, I mean... There is
0: so much to talk about.
1: (laughs) There is so much to talk about. Uh, So, the med pod scene. Do we want to just...
0: Yeah. Yeah, again where where did the tubes in this movie rank in in the many tubes we've come across
1: oh yeah well you could do so many things in this tube this was like straight up the tube from from the fifth element i yes. had yeah. it was strong fifth element vibes but yeah this is a tube this is like an all-purpose tube if you're a dude <laughs> it's calibrated for men or something and I was like that's not a thing I was
0: like is this a metaphor for like (laughs) access to abortion and and like reproductive health like because they didn't have anything that the med pod's not set up for women? What? That's so like, dumb.
1: That's the dumbest there thing not I've ever heard in my life.
0: And then she was like, oh, yeah, abdominal surgery is the same thing. Same yeah. area as Just the, take as a out a b-
1: thing in my... Oh, yeah. And it just... So I believe this scene is the scene that bumped it to an R rating. Mm-hmm. I remember I was, like, a little scared to see this movie because because it had an R rating, and I'm like, oh, man, uh, this is going to be really scary. <laughs> and um, it's, it's not you, scary. You were 23 when this came out. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's why it's baffling to me that, like, I love this scene, because yeah. usually I don't like, like, really gory stuff, and I, I just, I don't enjoy watching it. It does freak me out. Uh, Yeah, this, like... So
0: she essentially performs... A C-section on herself using on a herself. med pod that like gives her general a- anesthetic. It seems, and yep. then rips out a little a little octopus alien out of her, and you see it all. You and, see it uh, all. It's very Brundlefly. Um, it's very
1: Brundlefly, um. and the thing that it's like a claw machine that grabs. <laughs> that grabs the Sorry. the fetus you out won! of her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I had a friend who I saw this movie with describe every time they'd be like, "Oh, the the cake slicing scene," and I was like, "I hate that you describe it that way." And uh, now I can't unsee it. But like, so it mm-hmm. is a very wet, goopy scene. I think mm-hmm. once, once it's extracted, it gets real wet and goopy. Mm-hmm. But the actual like incision part of it, and then pinching apart uh, spreading mm-hmm. apart the sides of the incision is very clean because it's like a laser that so it's yeah, immediately yeah. cauterizing it as soon as it slices it yeah. so uh it's not very bloody the scene yeah and yet and uh and like it, it looks the layers of skin and then cauterized stuff inside uh if you watch it again just it looks a lot like slicing a delicious cake so that happens and then the thing is extracted and then the thing that I like about this movie or this scene the most is the tension when it's still in there with her and she hasn't gotten out yet like that is it's only a few seconds but it feels so long yeah And it's just writhing and, like, squealing the whole time. And it's disgusting. Uh, It's a critical wet moment. She's... uh, It was a lot of practical effects that, like, they had to, in post, remove... Um, like wires that were controlling it, like marionette style, well, Yeah. kind of. And yeah, and then especially when she's in the tube with it still and can't get out yet, I was like, "This is just a documentary about childbirth now." Like it this is. is just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you're like, it. The, it really captures the, uh, the the body horror of pregnancy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a yeah. lot of the, in a lot of the ways that the fly does.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the original alien of course um oh yeah my, my question okay so yeah that was definitely a critical one another moment so a, a lot of the beginning half of this movie is them like wandering around this like cavern thing mm-hmm. um seeing hologram ghosts whatever and they get to a room that's kind of like these these sweating cylinders Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think in that is the like alien material right so what goes into the the geologists Mm -hmm. is like a baby a baby one of those Mm -hmm. or or it's like or is it the like
1: the goo itself is so i oh yeah that's a good yeah so yeah the way i read it was like the reason why all of this shit starts to happen and why when they got to the room, the eggs weren't oozing. Mm -hmm. Um, And later when they get there, Idris Elba's like, what's all this shit coming out of them? And um, Numi Rapace is like, I don't know. That wasn't happening earlier. I think Mm -hmm. it's because like they changed the atmosphere in the room and that like the, the ecosystem that had existed in there, keeping it,
0: Cause they took their fucking helmets
1: off. <laughs> well, yeah, and <laughs> just like opening all the doors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah, they it's just bad. changed the and yeah breathing in the room. Honestly, yeah, if they had yeah. kept their fucking helmets on, it probably maybe would have taken a lot longer to happen mm-hmm. because the humidity that they bring into the room from breathing, I think, is what changes the ecosystem. That it like they were in stasis, kind of, and then and then it starts oozing out, and then yeah, I I think though, so the way. Way that the that this like parasitic alien life form works is the goo needs to get inside of you somehow, and then the goo somehow turns it the goo births like a proto alien thing, yeah. And th- so, we saw one of those in the it's the thing that like goes down the guy's throat. Mm-hmm. I think that is like the same type of creature that is inside of her. That, like, yes, is removed yeah. from her. And then those things lay eggs in you yeah. that, like, they need a human host yeah. to then have, like, the xenomorphs burst out. So a right. lot of what we're seeing, like, most of what we're seeing in this movie is, like, that the stage before the xenomorph yeah. that we didn't see an Alien. and that, um, Or okay. I guess we did. I don't know. I I, it's been we, a while since I've seen
0: it, it. It may be an Alien as well. I also wonder... My feeling is that the first xenomorph we see is birthed from the engineer. So what I think happens is that the child (laughs) of the goo Uh and human then impregnates their god and that becomes the xenomorph. And xenomorphs come from the engineer. Yeah. That was my feeling. Because no one, no humans got the burster scene right. yet. I think, right. yeah, that didn't happen
1: to X Games mode scientist. It didn't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He just like got what sick. What happened to him? I don't yeah, know. He, he just was got... just like sick. He just was like. He was having a bad time. He was hungover. Yeah, he was, he, honestly, because, like, yeah. what if they had just waited? What would have happened? I don't think right. something would have burst from his chest. I think you're right that the xenomorphs are the offspring of the engineers and the goo. Yes,
0: yes. Or the and goo, humans. The cr-
1: yeah. And humans. Okay. Yeah. Be- well, because um, all of their decor, no, not decor, all the, like, <laughs> art and, and things in the uh the cave of wonders yeah it's like they all look like xenomorphs kind of oh okay there yeah. there are big heads just like human style heads yeah, yeah um but they're also like their helmets that they put on yeah are yeah. very reminiscent of xenomorphs and then like on the wall there's a bunch of like things that it looks like they worship or something yeah yeah that like look straight up like the xenomorph so i think okay. they
0: yeah I don't I I'm not gonna die on any hill that has (laughs) to do with this movie I I like I'm open to any uh, clearly any interpretation um what was bananas and I am actually seeing this theme throughout it of self-sacrifice yeah the one that just didn't make any sense was was x-games uh scientist sacrifice I think he knew she was gonna stay out with him because mm-hmm. they were like dude you can't come on the ship yeah he could have like maybe but and maybe the alien was controlling him he i was like turn around and just like go die somewhere but he yes. was like nope i gotta get flamethrowed his way he was he like went up to the person with the flamethrower and he was like come at me Do bro it. yeah and i mean maybe that's the x games way of of trying to die
1: oh yeah he's like i gotta go out like evil knievel light me on fire <laughs> Yeah I thought that was there's also other like things that just like don't don't make sense and you just kind of have to get past it because it's like a decision the director made like at the end when and I think this uh, this movie has been called out for this before like I don't think I'm the first one to do this but like. At the end, when Numi Rapace and Charlize Theron are running away from the ship that is, like, rolling on top yeah. of them. And it's, like, just run to the side. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, Charlize Theron got crushed because she kept running in a straight line. And maybe maybe it hasn't been called out before. And, it, like, was that obvious to you? Or maybe I'm just, like... I think that's been called out in a lot of movies. I think maybe, like,
0: your brain is, like, you can't really, maybe can't see how big it is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. You, they don't have our perspective. Yeah.
1: But yeah, then we kind of, we we skyrocket towards the ending. I, I really liked the energy of like, it's kind of, as soon as she survives for the surgery, it, pretty much from then on, she's like constantly pushing herself to like do shit, even though she's like does not have any energy left just got a wound stapled like had major invasive surgery like just find out god hates her find out god wanted to kill her that's a (laughs) bummer that's such a bummer bummer. and it's like yeah. She gets hit with one thing after another, and then, like, she dodges the falling ship, but then, like, she only has two minutes of oxygen left, so <laughs> she has to... I was like, oh, God, this feels like COVID, <laughs> like, this... Where you just have to keep, like, slapping yourself and being like, you just keep... gotta, just gotta keep... <laughs> you <laughs> you gotta, just gotta you keep, gotta keep going. going. And maybe the light at
0: the end of the tunnel is David Fassbender's severed, melty head <laughs> giving you instructions and you got to put it in a in a tote bag and like a bowling bag yeah. and and take him to the home planet yeah wait okay so the aliens were giving us instructions to come to this planet and again most of this podcast is us trying to just ex- understand what's going on and and yes so they got okay
1: but this planet wasn't the planet that they come from this was like their war
0: planet or whatever this was their staging ground for they were like they wouldn't put their military their like nuclear weapons on their own planet right so this is like a staging ground for them wiping out humanity so like why did they put instructions there like they were like come check it out I know that
1: I so so okay (laughs) When I watch this movie, I'm like, and certainly the first couple times I watched it, I was like, oh, I get everything because I got the reference to Jesus. And like, <laughs> I fucking figured out the only important part. And I just I'm like, oh, they they set things up that are so interesting and deep. And I love thinking about, you know, if you figured out that you, our DNA came from another. I love it. And then. And then I start reading things about the movie and it's like the people's like number one major problem with it is like plot holes and unanswered questions. And I'm like, what do you mean? There's so but now that we're talking about it, that's (laughs) a huge one that I I'm pretty sure there is no answer for that, like that Damon Lindelof would straight up not have an answer for you that like. I don't know why it sent them to this planet because when it told the when when the engineers told us to come to mm-hmm. them, it was when they still loved us. Is what yes, the movie yeah. told us, <laughs> right?
0: And you know what? I'm a person that like I kind of hate the culture of like plot hole that ruins the whole movie, right? Right. Like and like the the low tolerance people have for like things just not being explained and and the mystery and like mm-hmm. the fact that the end of inception makes people like angry (laughs) they're like well was it a dream or was it not it's like that's the point is like we don't we don't know like it's just adding mystery it's not giving us clarity same with like lost and the and the leftovers it's like you're just not gonna know some things and like you just have to kind of be okay with it because damon lindelof wants to explore these themes and you just have to be on board to explore these themes and like so i i like roll with that bullshit a little bit but that the characters were like giving so much exposition I kind of thought that the plot would be important. If it was more Mm -hmm. like 2001 where they're just like hey... here's just some cool again i don't know if i'm understanding 2001 but they're just like here's some cool shit in space that you're just gonna look at oh
1: totally yeah no one there is no one out there that can be like i know exactly what the monolith is and i can tell you (laughs) like the whole point of that is like we don't it's a thing that brings life and we don't know exactly and it's full of stars and all that shit um no you you i think you understood it perfectly yeah so yes, yeah, some of this, some of this movie is like that, but then they do go out of their way to like over-explain other things. Like, yes, um, yeah, if like, yeah. why make it that they gave us coordinates that like that group of dots yeah. that they kept drawing in every cave painting, why make it that like, that's the star system that why mm-hmm. can't j- they just make it like we decoded these etchings and it told us to go in this general area so we mm-hmm. found this planet that has mm-hmm. i don't know i just yeah it, it's like it purposely didn't answer its own yeah. questions
0: yeah which again like you know i respect it
1: yeah i can't say enough that i love this movie <laughs> <laughs> i love this this dumb space alien romp
0: yeah i again th- yeah this is this is this is a fun
1: christmas movie uh, it's such a fun christmas movie yeah at the end at the very end when she goes back to like the escape pod and it's like the lights are flick flickering yeah and there's something oh, and there's, in the room and then you realize what's in the room it's her um, baby yeah i was like oh her baby saved her at the end i thought <laughs> yeah and i thought i was like the baby's not gonna attack
0: its mother and then like and then like it's not it clear. didn't yeah but it didn't would've. it would have
1: yeah, it would have <laughs> it would have <it> <laughs> yeah. but yeah um, i was like oh her her baby came at came, you know had her yeah. back in the end yeah. and had
0: that was a child saving the parent rather than a parent there was the there is yeah. there was themes um uh, oh, yeah unfortunately yeah unfortunately I was all about David. Uh, I was all
1: about... Oh, everybody was all about David. Okay, all right. This
0: wasn't weird because he was was
1: off-putting, but there was something that... Oh, yeah. No, people like... And don't get me wrong. I love (laughs) Michael Fassbender's performance in this. I do. I think there were other people that also had really good performances and that, like, his performance as this character, like isn't the best thing michael fassbender's ever done it's not like the best android i've ever seen it's definitely sexy but he like like, i've not
0: found him attractive in any other films
1: i agree yeah that's but that's bizarre and i don't find him like as sexy as i think you do in this movie (laughs) but this is the sexy it i'm all about idris elba in this movie that's that's uh, all i need yeah uh, but like Michael Fassbender was like praised so much for this like this yeah. role his portrayal of the android and I'm like it's it's good it's, it's good. Really good it's off
0: the wall like yeah it's yeah. definitely like he came up with like an ex- intensive (laughs) inner monologue like character secrets like i think yeah
1: uh yeah so the last thing that i have notes about are that the sound effects in this movie were pretty cool you may probably came across this that when they first discover the eggs Mm -hmm. and there's like ice forming on it on them those sounds were created with pop rocks
0: oh yeah that's what. That was pretty cool. That's so. I love wit. that. Yeah. Did you know that they use every time the the door on the spaceship opened? That was the sound of a it package being opened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And when the thing when the thing cut into her belly, that was a mm-hmm. baby baby bottle pop being thrown across the room. That was that. What that, that, is, that sound was? Yeah. That's the only way you could get those sounds. <laughs> you like. Novelty candy is the only way
1: to yeah novel uh, novelty nineties candy fully a movie, yeah. yeah, and then like a parrot, somebody's parrot was like made the noises for the alien, like the <laughs> squeaks or whatever, and I was like, that sure. love that, but yeah, that movie is good movie, uh, it's great movie, I'm really glad you loved it, sophie <laughs> i'm <laughs> glad i saw it (laughs) i i guess i'll be thinking about it for eight more years i i assume I. what i just i'm (laughs) I'm like what about the jesus conspiracy theory doesn't make you love this movie Uh,
0: honestly as a theater kid um we would our theater teacher would have us write some of the plays we were in and what we did one that was, like, all interpretive dance. And mm-hmm. it included, like, Amelia Earhart, aliens, like, uh, the X-Files, uh, a ballerina. And, like, go, that creative process, like, I understand how this movie was made. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, going through that. And when you're doing it, you're, like, especially when you're 16, you're, like, this is so deep. Like, people, like, (laughs) especially, like, when Amelia Earhart looks up and sees the aliens.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did. Okay, but so if Damon Lindelof was doing that while writing this movie, I'm the one person who is, like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm his platonic ideal of... Viewer, no, because I like I I shit on a lot of stuff in this movie too. Yeah, I make I want to make it seem like I love this dumbass movie too much. It's (laughs) but I do. It's good.
0: It's not. It doesn't break my brain the way that Scooby Doo did. The choices in Scooby Doo (laughs) did, or fit the Fifth Element. But it does. It brings up a lot of questions. And there's a lot of there's del- there's a delight, there's a lot of delightful things in it and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Oh yeah. But it's gr- so- there's w- punctuated with some gross moments, but it's beautiful to look at. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so I guess we yeah, we talked about the critical wet moments.
0: Yeah, I think oh uh, we didn't talk about the when they trick the head into thinking it's alive and then it just explodes for no reason and then someone asked like hey should we find out why it exploded and they're just like no no why
1: Why?" i don't know why it exploded they're like it's too much (laughs) and and i'm like "Of what what is it doing what's happening to it yeah yeah i don't know why it needed to they only set, they only went up to 40 percent. that's yeah that's the thing. was that and that was too much? Yeah, it was forty percent tricking the brain into okay. uh thinking it was still alive. It was forty percent of that really tangible and that thing.
0: is that is the like lesson for all you s- hubristic scientists out there when you're tricking an ancient alien severed head into thinking it's still alive, start slow, go slow. It's like an edible. Start, oh, totally. start 5 milligrams, 10. Don't start with 40 milligrams. Like, no, the head's going to explode. It's like, uh, it's.
1: You can't trick it into thinking it's still, you can't trick the nervous system into thinking it's still alive 100% of the volume, you know, of doing that. <laughs> why did they use the word trick i don't know and i was like why yeah why they use the word trick and the whole time i'm like 40 percent of what like (laughs) like, what are what are we measuring like is that jewels i don't know (laughs) like we're measuring the nervous system thinking it's a lot so there were like on this mission there were geologists doctors and archaeologists
0: I, yeah, maybe there is a biologist in there. I don't, it would have been a good
1: idea oh, to yeah, have a there biologist. Who was the, who, who was the, that, the Scottish woman? I liked oh, her. Okay.
0: Okay. So maybe she's the she was one like, who a... knows about tricking,
1: um, yes, because, corpses. um, yeah, she knows, she specializes in that. <laughs> she's at least, I think she's a medical doctor. Okay. I think she's that because when X Games guy gets really sick, she's like calling for that woman and being right, like come right. look at him come look at him but, but it's the archaeologist who
0: but it's Nomi Rapace that's the one tricking the brain into thinking it's alive
1: <laughs> well no Nomi, Nomi Rapace is in, is guiding that other lady into doing it
0: go up 40 okay 40 up did you see that
1: yes see Go up another ten. Okay, up ten. <gasps>
0: Maybe Size? it's a little
1: bit too too much. Mm-hmm. Go too down to seven Okay, ten. Okay, so She had the idea oh. and is like telling that lady what to do, but that lady's the one who's like, I am about to make the incision or whatever. So archaeologist I'm cranking it. Oh she went. do you remember remember the scene where that lady's like, Oh my <laughs> fuck. She She's like, I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. I'm giving it 40%, Captain. I can't give it any more juice, Captain. Oh, Do you remember when that
0: happened in this movie? It, uh, it, was, it was thrilling. It was very thrilling. So I think, all right, I'm going to cut Ridley Scott and Damon Lindelof. The biggest piece of slack ever. Yeah, that's how that expression goes.
1: I recommend doing it. It's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that in the year 20, 2093, archaeology, the same way that doctors used to be just philosophers, you just go to a philosopher <laughs> yeah, and they. Yeah. Archaeology has uh, expanded so much that now archaeologists are in charge of reanimating the dead. And that's like something they do often. Cause that would help them talk to like a mummy if they can, they can f- trick it into yeah. I figured it out. Okay, all right. Yeah, this movie's great. Yeah,
1: this movie's great. Yeah, Keanu, what are, you, what are you, what are you doing here, bud?
0: You don't, you don't have any holes. Nope.
1: Uh, did you discover any new holes <laughs> in this movie, Sophie? Uh, if you want to go first, Tessie, you... you're gonna like mine. So. <laughs> okay. The the new holes in this movie are the holes in the body of Jesus Christ, the engineer, if you think about it, that yeah. that's it for me, because like, do you remember that? Do you remember that one guy that was like? I don't believe your Jesus. I need to stick my fingies in your holes. (laughs) Do you remember that guy from the Bible? That was like, that was like, I need to touch your wound holes. That dude is so wet. That's such (laughs) a wet dude. That's that dude from the Bible is so doubting Thomas.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I assume his name was Thomas. And that's like where we get that phrase. Uh, We definitely got to do wet
0: dudes of history
1: at some point he's he's like the wettest dude of the bible the dude that's like um jesus oh oh can i stick my little fingies in your holes dude i just got them i just got that (laughs) like like seriously
0: really Mm. you saw me got crucified like what i was there for three days anyway
1: and he's like okay fine one of these you want to feel this the one this one he's like oh oh, the big one of the sword in your abdomen i want to feel the big one (laughs) (laughs) why do i know some so many things from uh, this knowledge is useless to me because i'm not religious. (laughs) yes
0: but you were at one time a catholic i was yeah yeah, and they're all about i learned all the
1: stories they're all about
0: the um holes in jesus yeah yeah
1: oh man (laughs) besides the
0: plot holes i'm really gonna have to think about this
1: oh the holes yeah no that's a good we it would it would be criminal of us to not say that like some holes in this movie are the plot (laughs) the plot honestly
0: the plot (laughs) the dialogue there i think there were about 17 missing scenes (laughs) yeah yeah you know what hashtag release the um engineer jesus cut where they're explicit about it yeah they show yeah. that flashback
1: yeah. uh yeah so this movie is real wet. oh yeah
0: let's get it let's get some records. yeah um
1: wow what a goop goopy movie like goop was the word i yeah. used more than anything uh in this movie yeah i would say this movie is as wet as and just like just mine this week just happened to like continue i was just really fixated on the jesus stuff Uh, so my my verdict sort of is is in that theme i think this movie is as wet as uh, a big heaping helping of stigmata lasagna Ooh, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm talking about like Stick my yes, stick your bloody fucking holes in my noodles So that's right.
0: that was kind of a different melody, Caitlin <laughs> I tried so
1: hard, I think it's still it's, the same it's <laughs> it's We'll have to see, we'll have to see what Chris oh, does man. with it
0: Okay, so I would say this movie is about as wet as bradley cooper trying to sex you sext you on an iphone 4s in his spray tan bed uh and he's just his fingers are just slipping on <laughs> slipping on the screen and just like and that i don't know why this one's hitting me so hard <laughs> this is a visceral one <laughs> <laughs> and um those the the back of that that for us was sleek and so it's slipping oh, out yeah, of his I hands know. so it's very of the twen the early 2010s bradley cooper a wet dude a mm-hmm. tube involved you're just going to be getting an inexplic- inexplicable stream of messages uh that Ugh, aren't going to yeah. make sense but are somewhat somewhat disturbing somewhat sexy that's that's h- how wet this movie was yeah yeah this episode brought to you by the Wayland Corporation. Now bringing to you Patricidal Cyborgs, Charlie's Theron Standing Rigidly, Space Jesus, Spaceship Christmas Trees, Eternal Life. <laughs> That's what they were selling. That's what that they was. were selling.
1: This has been a production of Mess and Finesse, a comedy label based out of Somerville, Massachusetts. If you want to hear more of this program or shows like this, please send us an email at admin at messandfinesse.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at M-E-S-S-A-N-D-F-I-N-E-S-S-E dot com. And for more content, directory of programs, or information on live shows and comedy classes, please visit messandfinesse.com or follow us at Mess
0: on social media. Thank you for listening.